A councilman from Dearborn, Michigan is outraged over a 911 call. He wants to know why no charges have been filed against a police officer who admits to confiscating marijuana from suspects and then baking it in brownies. And once he and his wife were full and high, they thought they'd overdosed and called 911. I think I'm having an overdose as so is my wife. Overdose of what? Marijuana. I don't know if it had something in it. Can you please send rescue? Did you guys have fever or anything? No, I'm just, I think we're dying. Okay, how much did you guys have? I, I don't know. We made brownies, and I think we're dead. Time is going by really, 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 really slow. <laughs> well, instead of being charged, Prilla. <laughs> Sorry. Instead of being charged, the police department let the officer resign. His wife was not charged either. So far, police officials have not commented on the case. Now, how do you follow a story like that? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Canvas Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Canvas Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCanvasSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCanvasSativa, both S's. Also, also check out our website at IamCanvasSativa.com. On this website, we have blog posts, links to the archives of the podcast, and other videos from many cannabis experts from many walks of the field. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. And if you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We plan on doing big things with our humble projects such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. So by supporting us, it, it helps keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast slash support. Again, that's www.anchor.fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast slash support. And as you can see from the uh, clip that we 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 opened with, um, it's a pretty humorous um, story that I've seen circulated from the internet for I've, I've seen this for like a pretty like a long time ever since the beginning of youtube and um it was it was about a cop who stole pot brownies no who stole um marijuana from a uh who, who took marijuana from a uh from a person cooked it into brownies got way too freaking high and thought he was dying and had a panic attack and called 911 and I don't know if in that version of the clip, if because um, I've seen I've seen a couple versions of that clip, and um, some in one of the versions, like even the anchor people were dunking on this on this dumb cop for taking marijuana and you know having karma hit him in a sense, which I, I found pretty humorous. And the reason why I put this clip is because um, today is a pretty momentous. Today or this week is a pretty momentous week for the end of federal prohibition in 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 the United States. A a crucial a crucial swing state, Michigan, has legal has legalized recreational marijuana for adults over twenty one. 
and that legalization went into effect as of December 6th. So let me read you a rundown as to what's legal for for all you Michigan folks um, that that live there, just just to sort of let you know how how it works for now. Okay, so here's a um, infographic from um, Michigan Live, and it says legalization day. As of December 6th, Michigan is the first state in the Midwest to legalize adult use recreational marijuana. Adults over 21 and up are permitted to possess and consume marijuana. Up to 2.5 ounces can be possessed and transported at a time. Up to 10 ounces can be kept at home. Amounts higher than 2.5 ounces must be locked away. And up to 12 marijuana plants can be grown in the home more with a proper license and some things that are, are not legal under this new law driving under the influence of marijuana is prohibited consumption of marijuana in public is prohibited municipalities may ban retail sales of marijuana but cannot ban consumption by adults 21 and over note marijuana retail sales are not expected to begin until 2020 so in, in, in the time being, people, people in Michigan can legal, legally possess and, and grow their own pot until the, dispense, the retail dispensaries open in the next two years. Um, what, I mean, it, it, the, the bill looks par for the course for most of the states that have legalized um, with um, just in terms of what I've seen with like how much you can possess, how many plants you can grow. Um, like we mentioned in last week's episode, their state government has been trying to gut this, have been trying to gut and and um, overrule this ballot initiative. Um, they were trying to um, they were trying to ban home growing, and and make and lower the recreational marijuana tax. And instead of it being allocated to schools and um, roads. They they were gonna slash the tax of recreational marijuana, and only advocate and only allocate the funds to p- police officers and first responders. So they're already trying to poison pill it, like I said, and like, like I said last week. And again, I not to say I told you so, but I I told you so. I fucking told you so. But um, but they they're 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 trying to overrule this. But um, from what I read. It's 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 unlikely they'll be able to, but it's it's still it's still scary that they want to overrule the will of the people. But um, according to their their laws in Michigan, the state congress, in order to overrule a ballot initiative, they have to they have to have three quarters of 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 their state congress. I think in both chambers have to all three quarters of 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 lawmakers in the both chambers of their state congress have to approve of a bill rewrite and it's 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 highly unlikely they're going to have that much votes even though the the, the GOP can, controls the state congress there you know they're going to have to have support from democrats to to be able to gut this marijuana ballot initiative and to, to gut this law so i mean they're not going to really be able to do it but just the fact that they're that they're trying in 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 in, in this lame duck session is, is is appalling and again you you guys like like i've said before in this podcast 
you you your your aunt your grandma your your uncle your aunt your grandma your 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 cousin twice removed or whatever it's not enough to tell them to just go and vote yes on on making marijuana legal they cannot you you that are listening to this podcast and all the people you know can't get complacent you know the the fight is not over especially in the local and municipal level you know towns and cities can ban can ban marijuana to retail dispensaries from opening due to reefer madness you know city council people can unilaterally ban um retail marijuana because of their own biases so you know you have to keep abreast in this issue you can't get complacent and you have to you have to press your lawmakers and press the people in your local government and make it known you want recreational marijuana legal and you want you want stores available in 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 your town or municipality for you as a responsible adult to get marijuana from it's it's that simple and um that's that's what's gonna have to be done in Michigan. That's what's gonna have to be done in in Missouri. Um, I mean, I, I from what I've heard from Missouri, they ha- they have I haven't heard any haven't heard of any real shenanigans of them trying to gut the medical marijuana bill. But you know, don't fall asleep here. You know, stay stay on top of it. But in Utah, unfortunately, there's bad news on, 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 on that front. Even though they had voted to legalize it, I believe, by 53%, um, there are still people, I mean, the, their state congress in, in their state congress and their governor had an emergency session to gut the medical marijuana bill, and they, they were able to do it, unfortunately. So with, it, with this gutting... There are less qualifying qualifying medical conditions. There's going to be less dispensaries, and it's going to be. They're not going to allow flour. You know, they're just going to allow. I think vape pens, edibles, like like gummies or whatever, and and pills. You know, it's going to be pretty bare bones, and they're going to be very restrictive as to who can get it, because they fear. Um, they fear having it having people be like hey let's make it recreationally legal you know the idea that someone out there could be getting high and having a bit of fun rubs people the wrong way and and rubs lawmakers the wrong way in utah and you know they 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 overrule the will of the people unfortunately and it's it's pretty sad um I, I guess what folks can do is, uh, I mean, don't, again, don't get complacent, you know, um, continue to push, continue to write to your lawmakers and, and, and push for more qualifying conditions, you know, keep trying to move the chains and keep letting it know that your needs will not be ignored. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to read, I saw this, uh, picture on, on Reddit about, what what happened between the two bills and um between the ballot initiative that they voted on the difference between that and the the special session bill where they gutted the ballot initiative so i'm gonna read it it's from libertas institute and it's a venn diagram and um I'll, i'll link to it in the show notes okay so medical cannabis comparison proposition two Approximately 15 to 20 dispensaries, 500k in liquid assets to grow, 250k for a dispensary. Whole flower slash bud are allowed. Any medical provider who can prescribe Schedule 2 drugs can recommend. 
Cards good for six months at a time. No pharmacist involved at all. No maximal supply limit of cannabis. Terminal illness hospice not covered. Pain use tied to opioid consideration. No age limit. Parental physician discretion. Renter protections. None for employees. No firearm protections. No restrictions on edibles allowed. Grow your own trigger. And then let me read let me read the uh the special session bill that they use to gut the prop the prop to um this monstrosity of a bill let me re- let me read what what's in it now and what what's law of the land now in utah so seven to ten dispensaries with a government central fill via health departments performance bond required flour must be in blister packs mds do's aprns pas can recommend and optionally provide dosing directions first card up to one month six months thereafter dispensaries must employ a pharmacist who helps dose if the doctor didn't limited to a 30-day supply of cannabis terminal hospice added general autoimmune and gastrointestinal disorders removed pain use not tied to opioids under 21 requires board approval government employees protected not renters ban on enforcing federal firearms law i guess that's a perk cubes cube shaped gummy or lossage non-prosecution trigger and what's what's in both of these uh bills legal protections for patients use before dispensaries are open doctor protections for issuing recommendations privately owned grows processors dispensaries no smoking allowed no home grow allowed parental protections all right so yeah that's that's that summarizes the difference between the ballot initiative and the special session bill which they use to gut that initiative um another thing i'm going to read that pertains to prop 2 is um so this this just came out yesterday <coughs> and um it's it's an article from Fox 13 now that, that I'm going to read lawsuit challenges Utah lawmakers decision to replace medical marijuana ballot initiative Salt Lake City the medical marijuana advocacy group together for responsible use and cannabis education is suing governor Gary Herbert and Dr. Joseph Minor, the executive director of Utah's Department of Health, over the new law replacing Proposition 2. The lawsuit was filed late Wednesday in Salt Lake City's 3rd District Court. Truce founder Christine Senquist and the Epilepsy Association of Utah, Doug, Doug Rice, are the plaintiffs. It seeks to declare the legislature's replacement of Proposition 2 to be unconstitutional any quote anything that defeats the right of people to pass their own legislation under the cons- our constitution should be declared unconstitutional otherwise it's totally illusory truce attorney rock anderson said in an interview with fox 13 wednesday 
The lawsuit focuses on the legislature's decision to upend what voters approved last month and Governor Herbert's decision to sign it into law. But Anderson said it also raises concern about the Church of Latter the Church of Latter-day Saints' involvement in talks to replace Proposition 2. Anderson argued that the LDS Church involvement violates a portion of the state constitution. It prohibits the control of state or in, in, interference in the functions of the government by any church, and that, and that is exactly what we have seen here, he said. Truce and the Epilepsy Foundation of Utah plan to seek an injunction against the state, prohibiting them from moving forward with enacting the new medical cannabis law. Instead, Anderson said, they are requesting the courts force the state to revert back to Proposition 2. Proposition 2 will be in place, and the replacement bill, House Bill 3001, will be declared unconstitutional, he told Fox 13. Governor Herbert's office had no comment on the lawsuit. Truce isn't the only group seeking to file legal challenge to the state legislator's actions. A, a newly formed group called the People's Right is seeking plaintiffs for emergency writ, writ to the Utah Supreme Court to get a new referendum. Steve Maxfield said he would like to get a question before voters on HB 3001. The lieutenant governor has so far rejected Maxfield's request for a voter-referred question, noting that with two-thirds majority passing HB 3001, it can't be done under the law. Maxfield is undeterred and asking for a potential plaintiff to join him on Monday at the Matson Courthouse to file the writ. The legislature does the people's business. Any time the people decide no more, it's the people's right to say, "Hey now, hey, not now," he said Wednesday. Pete, no, Paul Castle, a former federal judge and a law professor for the University of Utah, S.J. Quinney College of Law, said he believed both legal actions are long shots. They don't have a very good case under current law. While voters have a right to enact a law, the legislature has the right to change it, he said. Utah gives the legislature the ability to modify or replace a voter-approved initiative. Whether it's a democratically sound approach, I suppose it's something people can debate, Castle said. But the courts have historically been pretty fem friendly to voter-approved initiatives. Anderson said said there is a prior case law siding with voters on citizen referendums he was counting on to advance Truce's case. If there is any meaning in our constitution as to the right as to the people's right through direct democracy to pass initiatives and hence legislation, it's got to mean way more than the bill than the bill is there one day and defeated by the legislature two days later, he said. So, so they are, there are efforts to sue, and there are efforts to, to challenge this gutting of the medical marijuana proposition, too. But, um, you know, for now, it's, 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 it's still pretty awful right now that, that the state government overruled the will of the people. You know, when, what's the point of voting if your state congress is going to look at your vote with contempt and just do what they're going to do anyway? 
you know, it's very discouraging. And, it, you know, my heart is, is out there for people in Utah. You know, keep, keep fighting. You know, keep appealing this. You know, keep, keep nipping at their heels and letting them know that what they did is wrong. And you're going to call them out on it. Whether it's not voting for these politicians that do this. You know, and, and voting them out when, whenever you get the chance. Whether it's writing to these lawmakers and trying to get more qualifying conditions to to sort of res- to help restore what the the prop to to help help somewhat restore and help get it back to what it was, or you know just you know you just gotta you just gotta keep fighting. You know that's that's what I'm gonna say, and that's kind of how, how I'm gonna sort of leave this for now. But um, we'll definitely. We'll definitely revisit this if, if needed, but um, but um, what what I want to focus on for the second half of this episode is that um, in all in all in all these recreational states and even to a certain degree in medical states, or I would say even most medical states, there there there's a problem and there's an elephant in the room that I don't feel anyone is addressing but that I'm going to go and address. And all these states that have legalized, either for medical and recreational purposes, notice in most of their laws, you know, you don't take my word, don't take Mr. Sativa's word for it, you know, look it up for yourself. But in most of these states, if not all of them, even my, my, my home state illegal grass at Cheez-Its, you know, in all these ballot measures, it's illegal to smoke in public. It's illegal to smoke your marijuana in public. And, you know, I'm going to get, I'm probably going to get haters. I'm probably going to get people saying, oh, well, Mr. Sativa, like, you know, people shouldn't smoke weed in public. You know, it's a nuisance. It's it's a bad look. What if children are looking? Well, I mean, my response to that is, well, what if, what if children are looking at their parents and their uncles and their aunts smoking tobacco, which has nothing but bad side effects and does nothing but give you cancer and, and, and all sorts of illnesses and lead to premature death. It does nothing but that, yet we allow people to smoke tobacco in public. You know, granted it's not inside, and granted it's X amount of feet away from a building or whatever, or or whatnot. But, you know, this leaves a lot of people in a bind, you know. If you're a renter, your landlord has, your landlord who owns the property has free reign to ban marijuana on the premise you know um i I know in my i know in my state that's the case you know like law like tenants i mean what's the name landlords can't ban edibles but they can absolutely ban vaporizing and they can ban and and they can ban smoking so you know if you're a renter you're shit out of luck a lot of the time if you don't own your own property you know, you're you you basically have a privilege and not a right to smoke weed, and this is duly so for people who live in in, in federal subsidized housing, because we still have federal prohibition in effect. Even if your state has legalized it, you know, if 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 some groundskeeper or or or, or someone finds anything weed related in your public housing unit, you know, you can get evicted because of this prohibition so you know you only have weed accessible to people with the right who live in the right house or own their house live in the right rental property you know you know have or or are 
of a so certain social, socio and economic class. You know, you have to have the right. You have to. You have to. You have to live in the right place where it's allowed. You have to. You have to own your own property to have your right to home grow and your right to smoke. So and because you can't smoke in public or your car, you know, this leads this this makes it so like like I said, it's it's a privilege and it ain't a right, you know. So I'm going I'm going to sort of address this by um reading and I'm gonna sort of address a solution, people that find themselves in predicaments where they have nowhere to smoke what they can do. I'm going to read an article from this website called Green Camp. And um, after I read the article, I'm going to enclose a video from um, from from this YouTuber that offers pretty good advice on what to do if you're, you find yourself in a situation where you don't really have a place to smoke. Because, I mean, I, I just feel that this doesn't get covered in marijuana podcasts and marijuana literature and and, and, and even articles I read, you know, and as we see, as we've seen with Canada, a lot of provinces in Canada are, are just are handling this a lot better than most U.S. states. In, in, in a couple of provinces in Canada, you can smoke marijuana anywhere you can smoke a cigarette, you know, I, and that's ideal. That's perfect. That's how that's how the laws should be in all these 10 states that have legalized recreationally. But it ain't, you know, it's just you're on your own, you know, and if you don't own property, you know, it sucks that you're you're it sucks for you that you're too poor to own property or, you're, or you have loans or you're, you know, you're not in a place where you can you're not in a position in your life where you can buy it. You know, it, you don't have the privilege to smoke weed. You, you, you don't have the right to smoke it. You have a privilege, you know, it's sort of this every man for themselves way that a lot of these states have legalized it's you know it's discouraging you know but um here's here let me read this article which outlines some solutions for this bind so this this is from the website green camp best places to casually smoke weed and chill out i'm not going to read the whole article but i'll read the important parts when i contemplate about the best practices to enjoy some wonder buds i pretty much Pretty much the first thing that pops to mind is is weed legalized or decriminalized in the country or state that I am smoking weed in. This is such a game changer. When you have or do not have to think about law enforcement hunting you down like rabid dogs for a spliff or two, that's, that's why this is the first distinction we should consider before hitting the road. On the other hand, the second thing to consider would be the location itself and whether it can be found easily anywhere for instance a forest or a beach or anything like that hopefully outer space will be an option in the centuries to come <coughs> in light of all this i'm going to split this piece into three separate parts so you can find what interests you and you the most more easily and later on if you want to go back and read the piece in its entirety i'm cool with that so places where weed is illegal or semi-legal if you're living in a place where it's totally or partially illegal, I cannot in the right, in right mind propose any particular location because you need to acknowledge a lot of variables if you don't want to get busted by a 5-0. However, there are a few things you should consider. 
first, if you you're planning to smoke outside, which I I can't really approve of, but if you're a real pothead, it's gonna happen a lot, especially if you're younger and you can't really smoke at home. Pick a place you're familiar with and make sure that you can usually spot anyone who's coming to you. The area shouldn't shouldn't the this area shouldn't have too many entry points. If it's a park or something like that, find a bench that's on the edge of it so you can see who's coming towards you and react in a timely manner. It becomes pretty evident that smoking pot isn't a goddamn crime. However, it is still treated as such, so you must act accordingly and not go to prison or pay some ridiculous overpriced fine. I would also suggest to not smoke in your car while driving. The potent smell will remain there and while the officer is taking your ID, it's going to be super tough to hide or throw away the weed that you are carrying. So to sum it up, the best option you have is to smoke at home or at a friend, lover, girlfriend, or boyfriend's house. If you're outdoors, make sure you have entry points in your mind at all times. Once you have found a place where you're going to blaze, don't have the rest of the weed on you, but sash it somewhere. And also try not to look like little peep being a little inconspicuous will go a long way. Peep, Gustav Air, unfortunately accidentally overdosed before this article was published. May he rest in peace. So places where weed is legal, if you're in a legal state. Once, once you don't have to worry about the constraints of, lega of legality, the world is pretty much your oyster, and you can smoke almost, er almost wherever you want. This type of liberty can be conf confusing for some, but it definitely opens up possibilities that are non-existent for those living in countries or areas where pot is still seen as a serious narcotic. I'm going to name a few broad suggestions. Hopefully there'll be something for everyone. If you can think of any other cool places I managed to leave out, let your bruv know in the comments. Nature. Because pot is a completely natural substance and us humans are also a part of nature even though it doesn't really seem like that these days the best practice to get high would probably be some with some dope natural scenery it's pretty hard to feel any kind of tension or anxiety when the sun is shining everything around you is 50 shades of green plus if you also if there's also some big water lying around like a lake river sea ocean or whatever that's total icing on the cake so if you have some reclusive natural spot in your area with not too many people jerking their iPhones around, I would say that's the best possible setting to get yourself considerably, considerably faded. The movies. This one is pretty self-explanatory, so I'm not going to specify it in, in, in great detail. But the primary basis is to watch a movie with some dazzling effects, not some depressing war drama. Even this type of genre could possibly become more interesting because of pot. I usually stick to my bulletproof tactics, which is a blunt before the movie, or some butter popcorns and a crazy 3D blockbuster messing up my senses, causing me great bliss at the same time. Horror movies are also quite neat if you're into that kind of thing. Just note nowadays, new horror movies can be pretty flipping scary because of top-notch CGI and stuff. Roller coasters. Riding a monster roller coaster can be a pretty trippy ride if you're straight, but with a bit of THC in your bloodstream, things will get crazier pretty quickly. I know that some people aren't really into adrenaline rides, but for those of us who are, it can be so bloody amusing. You probably shouldn't get too high, though, 
because a wonderful exhilarating ride can turn into a puking conscious very easily. So that's that's all of the article I'm gonna read. Um, I'm also like 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 I said, um, or, or I'm also going to enclose a video, um, a YouTube video which I saw, which is a good resource for this. So um, so I'll close that video and that'll end the episode. So again, um, so again, if you're if you're in Michigan, if you're in Utah, if you're in Missouri. You know, don't get don't get complacent. Keep fighting. Keep an eye on your lawmakers and make sure that they're implementing the will of the people as 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 intended. As as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Hi, it's Barry Cooper with Never Get Busted, world famous drug expert. I have so many clients that get busted smoking marijuana, so I'm going to teach you how to smoke marijuana in public without getting caught. Now, granted, I'm here in Mexico. Um, so the chances of getting caught are much less. I know you're in the U.S. where everybody has a cell phone and there are still crazy people out there who think uh, others belong in jail for marijuana. So when you're trying to sneak and, and medicate, there's people on cell phones calling the cops. I get that. I don't have that problem here in Mexico, but if I do get caught, the police are going to surround me and they're going to want some money. You know, usually less than $100. I won't go to jail. I won't have to hire a lawyer. I won't have to pay a bondsman. I won't get probation. I just have to pay the cops, but I still don't want to get caught. Now, one of my favorite uh, sneak hitters, one of these, this is wooden. Now, you usually buy them in aluminum, but you actually pack, pack your herb, the herb of your choice, inside the chamber. Then you just place a cap on this. And the reason I like this versus a joint is a joint takes some time to light, especially if there's any wind. This particular um, method, I just need to inhale fire through this little hole and that uh, sets the herb or the flower on fire where I can get a good hit. Um, also, notice I'm gonna be walking upwind. You can't tell which way the wind's blowing here, but I'm gonna be walking upwind. That way when I hit it and blow, I'm not walking into the smoke. The smoke's not following me because people smell the marijuana odor and then they instantly try to track it. So you wanna walk away from that as fast as you can. Uh, I'm gonna do some other things and pour some other methods, um, but you don't have to do all of these uh, just to smoke. You know, you may wanna use two or three of them. You may only wanna use one of them, but I'm gonna do all of them and show you how I uh, sneak hit pot. Come on, follow me. Thank you.
So great, no cops. See what I did? As soon as I hit it in blue, I instantly changed directions, and then I changed my appearance. That way, these Americans that are on the cell phones, they would have said, hey, a, a guy with tattoos, wearing red sunglasses and long dreadlocks, is smoking pot, and he just turned left on Lemon Trail. So yeah, I turned left on Lemon Trail, but I changed my disguise and came right back and walked back this same direction. It's not always good to walk back in the same direction, but sometimes it is because they're not expecting that. So, uh, you know, use these tips uh, to smoke and sneak, sneak a smoke in pub public. Peace, love, and never get busted. Imagine going to court with no trial, lifestyle cruising blue Bahama waters, no welfare supporters, more conscious of the way we raise our daughters, days are shorter, nights are colder, feeling like life is over, these snakes strike like a cobra, the world's hot, my son got knocked, evidently it's elementary, they want us all gone eventually, trooping out of state for a plate, knowledge, if coke was cooked without the garbage, we'd all have the top dollars, imagine everybody flashing, fashion, designer clothes, lacing your click up with diamond rolls, your people holding dough, no parole, no rubbers, going raw, imagine law with no undercovers, just some thoughts for the mind, I take a glimpse into time, watch the blimp read, the world is mine, if I rule the world, imagine that, I free all my Paradise life relaxing, black, Latino, and Anglo-Saxon. Amani exchanged the range, cast, lost, tribal Shabazz. Free at last, brand new whips to crash. Then we laugh in the illopath. The villa houses for the crew, how we do. Trees for breakfast, dime sexes have been stretches. So many years of depression make me vision. The better living, type of place to raise kids in. Opening eyes to the lies, history's told foul. But I'm as wise as the old owl, plus the gold child. Seeing things like I was controlling, click rolling. Tricking six digits on kicks and still holding. Trips to Paris, I civilized every savage. Give me one shot, I turn tripe life to lavish. Political prisoners. Set free, stress free, no work release, purple M3s and jet skis, fill the wind breeze in West Indies, I think Coretta Scott King, mayor of the cities and reverse things to Willie's, it sound foul, but every girl I meet to go downtown, I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa.
love to hear the story how the thugs live and worry. Duck down in car seats, heat's mandatory. Running from Jake, getting chased, hunger for papes. These are the breaks, many mistakes go down out of state. Wait, I had to let it marinate. We carry weight, trying to get laced. Flip the A stack to safe. Millionaire plan to keep the gap with the cock camera. Making moves in Atlanta, back and forth scrambler. Cause you can have all the chips. Be poor or rich, still nobody want a nigga have a shit. If I rule the world and everything in it, sky's the limit. I push the Q45 infinite. It wouldn't be no such thing as jealousies or B felony. Strictly living longevity to the destiny I thought I'd never see, but reality struck. Better find out before your time's out. What the fuck? If I rule the world, imagine that. I free all my If I rule the world